You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. You're welcome to church this morning. We continue with our teaching on the prayer of faith. I hope your faith is being built up. I hope you are gaining clarity concerning this subject of the prayer of faith. So as we go into the Word of God, let's just pray. Father, I thank you. Thank you for your people. As I bring your word, Lord, I ask for clarity. I ask for revelation. Let veils be removed. In the name of Jesus. I receive utterance. I receive your grace to communicate the oracles of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. The word of the Lord is good. The word of the Lord is blessed. So it will do you good when you get into the word. You see, last week we spent time to really build, to help to to help you to see the importance or the power or the capacity of your faith. And if you remember, we made it, I did an illustration just um, trying to compare it to explosives, right? Remember? Yeah, we try to uh, compare faith to explosives. And we see that there's no... There's no explosive that comes close to the power of our faith. There's none. There's nothing man has invented. There's nothing man has invented that can come close to the power of your faith. The problem is that we don't know how to harness it. It's not that it's not there. We don't know how. And some of us have been confused by wrong teachings that weaken us spiritually. Some of us have been weakened by traditions. Some of us have been weakened by religion. So, there is a quest for, um, there's a quest for happiness. How many people know? You've you watched that movie, right? Uh, in pursuit of happiness. Yeah. So, some people have made it their mission in life to just pursue happiness. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with happiness, but you see, that cannot be your goal in life. You are better than that. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say you are better than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So happiness is good, but it needs to have its place. Because some people think that God is there to make them happy. 
So they take that same mindset and they bring it into their relationship with God. And so when they are faced with an opportunity to exercise faith, instead of exercising the faith, they look at God and say, but I thought you were supposed to make me happy. Then they start getting upset. Then they start getting depressed. They get offended at God. Some people here need to even forgive God <laughs> for not meeting your expectations. <laughs> yeah. But you see, you need to understand how God sees things. And you need to understand how God wants to walk with you. So God made you in his image after his likeness. Okay? So you are supposed to operate like God. But religion has taken away that privilege from us and has given it back 100% to God. But God wants to share with you. Okay, he, 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 and that's why he has given you faith. Because it's by faith that you can do the unimaginable. So you are called to operate like God. But how are you going to do it if you don't build your faith? So we can now, I mean, if we want to now make church about entertainment, I'm telling you there won't be space because people love entertainment. But entertainment doesn't build you up. It makes you happy. But it doesn't develop you. So that's the mistake we are making as as the people of God, as the children of God, we are in pursuit of happiness instead of being in pursuit of being like God. Yeah, your pursuit should be to be like Jesus. You want to be like your heavenly Father. And not just make me feel good. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Yeah. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Yeah. So when you feel challenged, it's a problem. And that's why sometimes people come to church when the message is convicting, it's a problem. Because people don't want to be convicted. They want to be happy. They don't want to be corrected. They want to be happy. But yet, they want to walk in the supernatural. They want to walk in the unimaginable. They want to walk in the extraordinary. How do you want to do it? You have to grow. You have to develop. Okay? And you have to be strong enough to stand being misunderstood. Yeah, it's all part of it. It's okay. If not everybody likes you, it's okay. 
As long as you're being like Jesus. Do you know that Jesus went about in Acts 10.38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, who went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Do you know that Jesus was doing good all over the place, but he was hated? He was hated for being good. He was hated for healing people on the Sabbath day. He was, he was crucified because he said he's a son of God. They say you make yourself equal with God. Now, if they did that to Jesus, who is perfect, Hello. Now, in pursuit of happiness is not a biblical concept. Okay? It's a nice entertainment. And it's, 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 it's good once in a while. Um, those of you that like your um, Netflix and all those things, it's, it's okay. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Don't feel bad about it. But there are times that you need to fight certain mountains. There are times you need to move certain mountains. You need to uproot certain things. So, but it takes time for you to develop your faith, for you to develop that capacity. There is, there is, there is some, some spiritual rigor involved. You see? So that's why... It's important for us to understand these principles. Hey, you'll say, oh, well, God is God. He can do whatever he wants. You know, if he doesn't want to do it, it's okay. If he wants to do it, it's okay. That is not, that is a lazy way of living life. So the prayer of faith is, is so powerful, right? The principles are quite straightforward. You need to identify a promise in the Word of God. You need to identify the will of God. And then you need to take a stand. You need to take a stand to, to, to bring that thing into reality. So you can't see this is the will of God and you say, well, if he wants, he will do it. No, you are there for a reason. You are there to do it. You are there to make it happen. Don't, don't say, oh, well, God is sovereign, and I know he is. God is sovereign. He do whatever he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it, however he wants to do it. If he chooses to save the whole world, he will save the whole world. If he doesn't, I don't want to bother myself. But you might not put it that way, but the way we behave indicates that that's the, that's the underlying programming of our minds. And so one of the things I'm doing is, by the Spirit, is to excavate some faulty mindsets. Okay? Yeah, some wrong paradigms of thinking 
that will hinder us from entering into the things that God wants us to enter into. That will hinder us from, from, from walking in the unimaginable. I don't know about you, I want to walk in the unimaginable. And it takes faith to do that. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. All right? It is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you're praying the prayer of faith, it is, it is important for you to understand the role that faith plays in your prayer. If prayer of faith is not, an emotion, it's not necessarily an emotional thing, although it, it requires your entire being, okay? It, it, it requires your entire being, but it's not just, you can't just go and then start, you know, um, start crying and say, God, you know, if you can just do this, you know, I'll just be great. I, in fact, just, just this one thing you do for me, and I won't ask you for anything again. If you have that attitude, you won't make progress with a prayer of faith. Okay? So, prayer of faith requires you to identify the will of God. Okay? You need to identify the will of God. Remember last week I said you have to be in faith before you pray the prayer of faith. You can't pray the prayer of faith to get into faith. In fact, faith does not come by praying. That's why you can see there are intercessors who pray a lot but are not walking in faith. So, faith does not come by praying. Prayer has its benefits, but faith comes by what? All right. It comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Okay? So, and in James, uh, uh, we, we, we looked at in James chapter, James chapter 5, uh, say, is anyone sick among you? Now that's, that's uh, James is dealing with sickness there. He says in verse, uh, let me see, verse 14, yes. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses one to another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, uh, the effective fervent prayer of the righteous, the righteous man avails much. And then now it gives us an example of a righteous man who was effective in prayer. It says, Elijah was a man with a like nature. Huh? Yes? He was with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it will not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again. Come on. Say, and he prayed again. And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Now, let's look at Elijah a little bit. Let's talk about Elijah. Elijah stands before K. 
King Ahab. All right? In uh, 1 Kings chapter 17, from verse 1 there. In 1 Kings 17 verse 1, he says, the Bible says that uh, Elijah, this man, the Tishbite, um, let me open it. Are you there? <laughs> okay, thank you. It says, verse 1, Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. That's the prayer of faith. Can you see? <laughs> he didn't say, God, please close the heavens. No, 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 no. You see? So the prayer of faith, like I said to you from the beginning, is not necessarily addressed to God. It's addressed to things. It's addressed to situations. It, a prayer of faith does not address the problem. I mean, it does not, it, it, it's not really based on the problem. Let me put it that way. The prayer of faith brings a solution. So, you can, if you want to pray the prayer of faith, you can't just go and say, Lord, you know, I need, uh, I'm broke, I just need this, I need that. That's not a prayer of faith. That's not a prayer of faith. No. The prayer of faith has to do with bringing in the provision. So like in this case, Elijah says, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, <laughs> there will be no rain. There will be no dew. Except at my word. He closed the heavens like that. Amen. He didn't stand there and say, if it is the will of God. No, 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 no. He had established that before he met Ahab. Are you getting my point? He had established that before he met Ahab. He had probably um, been in fellowship with God to know the mind of God concerning the situation. The whole nation has been sold to idolatry. And God is, is jealous over his people. So he stands before Ahab not to try to determine, to, de, to, to decide whether it is God's will or not. No, 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 no. That's not the time for that. It's the time to bring, to use faith to bring a solution. If it is to move a mountain, that's the time to release the faith and use it to move that mountain. That's the time for that. It's not a time for negotiations. 
There is another kind of prayer that negotiates, but the prayer of faith is not for negotiation. It's for execution. Are you getting me? Yeah. It's, it's for execution. So you, if you look at the... the, the, the I mean, I just love this, 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 this story about Elijah because it captures it well. And after Elijah said that, he didn't go and start thinking, hmm, what if it doesn't happen? No, no, no. He had done it. It was done. The time he said it, it got done. So it's to now go and start living his life. And God now has to make special arrangement for Elijah's upkeep. (laughs) Can you see how God works? So heaven will back your faith and heaven will make arrangements to accommodate you when you walk by faith. And, as, and we've said it to you several times. God has spoken to us about this church and one of the things we'll be known for. So, but we can't get there without faith. We can't. We have to understand this. Get it right in your, in your mind. Let those... Um, false things that have confused you be removed. Let them be removed from your mind, from your understanding. Let your, let your, let your mind be washed Amen. by the Word of God this morning. Amen. Let religion be washed off your mind in the name of Jesus. So, so that you can operate like God. Can't you see how Elijah did it? Do you think Elijah is... In fact, the Bible makes it clear. He was he's of like nature. In other words, he's just like you. He's just like you. Except that you even have an advantage... That you are born again. Elijah wasn't born again. He wasn't. <laughs> Jesus had not yet come, so nobody could be born again. Until the resurrection of Christ, nobody could be born again. But how did these people operate with God the way they did? How did they do that? What is missing in our generation? Something is conspicuously absent from Christianity today. And we need to bring it back. We need to bring it back. Instead of pursuing happiness, you better start pursuing God. Start pursuing the kingdom.
happiness is in the kingdom. It's just a little fraction of the kingdom. So you can't make that your major pursuit. You miss the rest of the kingdom. But if you, if you seek the kingdom, everything is added. You see, that's, 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 where, that's the power of protons. So once you start, when you, once you start, once you get it right, and you start prioritizing right, and the kingdom is first, with time, your faith will start attracting things. The other things that are in the kingdom, you don't even need to pray for them. They just start coming. Elijah didn't pray for food. He just closed the heavens. And God said, oh, go to the brook chariot. Ravens are going to feed you. Now, if you know if you know what the raven is, is the most selfish bird. That's the most selfish bird, or one of the most selfish birds. Yet, God sent the raven to feed him. Look at verse 3. It says, um, verse 3, let's, let's go to verse 3. Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Chirit, which flows into the Jordan. Go on. Verse 4. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. That is, that, that's amazing. I'm sure God was so pleased with Elijah's demonstration of faith. Remember Hebrews eleven six. 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He has just demonstrated faith. God is so pleased. He's giving him things he didn't even ask for. Yeah. He's giving him water to drink a whole brook. For the prophet. And then the animal kingdom is commanded to take care of him. Meanwhile, the rest of the nation is starving. Who tells you that the state of the economy is what determines your quality of life? Not by the Bible. By logic, yes. But the Bible, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Heaven's economy is your economy. So when you listen to the business news, don't let your heart sink. The price of diesel and petrol has gone up because Russia is fighting. Don't let your heart sink because of that. If everybody on, on, on radio and TV are complaining about that, don't join them. You are, in a, you are of a different breed. 
Hallelujah. If need be, God will command the ravens to feed you. <laughs> the most self-centered people can be used to bless you. The most stingy people can be used to bless you. It just takes a command from God and they will do it. So, what's your problem? Let's seek the kingdom. Amen? So your faith is supposed to, you are supposed to use your faith to establish the kingdom of God where you are. You are supposed to use your faith to speak and to, to release power. <laughs> use your faith to release positive charge. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what Elijah did. And Elijah was there until the brook dried up. And God had a plan B. <laughs> Oh, my Lord, help us not to be doubters. Help us not to be people that join the chorus of, of the world to sing about how hopeless things are. To sing about how, you know, how some people say, oh, well, this country is going to the dogs. What dogs? Huh? What dogs? Stop speaking nonsense. You are a king. You don't, kings don't talk like that. Kings don't talk like that. The prayer of faith is for kings. It's not for slaves. It's for kings. Yeah. And that's what, that's what God has made you. A king and a priest before him. So kings rule by what? By decree. You see? So the prayer of faith is a decree of faith. It's a decree of faith to bring about solutions. To change things. Change the equation. That's a prayer of faith. So you see that what you've been calling prayer of faith before is something else. Yeah. Years ago, a man in Nigeria of blessed memory, Benson Idahosa, they said the World Council of Witches we're going to hold a convention in his city, in Benin City. Did you know there was a World Council of Witches? You think you are the only one that has conventions and conferences? Others also do conferences. <laughs> yeah. So, what happened? The, the chief host 
of this conference goes on air to announce they are coming from all over the world. I can't remember how many countries. And he also heard about it. And he said, it's not going to happen. Not under my watch. And then the journalists brought them together. Come on, journalists. They love stories. So they created a platform for them. On national TV. Can you imagine that? On national TV. They said, ask the man, is the, is the convention going to happen? He said, yes. Ask the outside, is it going to happen? No. Turn to the guy. He says no. The man says, even if God comes down, he cannot stop it. You know what Idaosa says? God doesn't need to come down. There's no need for God to occupy himself with such less matters. He says, I am here. Come on. He says, I am here. God doesn't need to come down. I say it won't happen. Come on. That's a, that's, that's, that's a king talking. That's a king. You see, when you don't enter into your kingship, you won't realize how much God has invested in you. He said, it's not going to happen. And they turned to that guy. He said, he said it's not going to happen. He said, ah, he's just talking. It's going to happen. Nothing can stop it. Then they turned to him. Like, how are you going to stop this thing from happening? He says, well, I'm going to kill all of them. Huh? He said, the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. Then he turns to the guy and says, are you a witch? The guy says, no. <laughs> so there's no need. It's not going to happen. He's not a witch. The, the convention is for witches. And he's, if he's not a witch, then, you know. Unknown to him, the head of state, the president was watching that broadcast. And then he sent a, a, uh, a message to all the embassies, all the Nigerian embassies around the world. Anyone that wants to come for this convention shouldn't be given a visa. That's how it stopped. He didn't pray, oh God, can you see your name? They are going to disgrace your name. Please, do something. That's how religion has taught us to pray. And sometimes when I listen to people pray, and I'm, I'm like, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. What kind of prayer is that? What does it, it's just exercising your lungs. Yeah. It's vocal exercise. It's, it's not even vocal, it's not even proper vocal exercise. It's just, you are just exercising your lungs. Oh God, do something. Oh God. 
Let them not finish us. Oh, God. Look at them. <laughs> Meanwhile, God is looking at all his investment in you. I say, what is this? This is a, this is a, this is, this. Do you know that every investor wants profit? So God is looking into your life and he's looking at his investment and he's saying, where is the profit here? Where is the profit? All this energy I put into you. All this power I give to you. All this authority that you are carrying. Jesus said you can speak to the mountain and it will be moved. It will obey you. God, when God made man in, 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 in Genesis chapter 1, verse 20, 28, from verse 26, where he says, let us make man our image after our likeness, let him have dominion and all of that. One of the things that God said is, let them have dominion. And the psalmist confirmed to say, you have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have it already. You are not trying to get it. You have it. When are you going to start using it? When you've built your faith. But if you are listening, if you are listening to popular opinion in order to determine what is right or wrong, you're going to miss God. You'll miss God. You'll be praying like the masses. You'll be praying like people that don't know God. Yeah. There should be a difference between your prayer and the prayer of the man on the street that doesn't know God. There should be a difference. You can't be praying the same kind of prayer. You know God. He doesn't. He remembers he was once in Sunday school and they talked about this Jesus. You know? But your case is not like that. Amen. It's like this guy that was drowning and he says, God, if you are there, save me. If, if, if there is a God, this Russian um, KGB agent, Sergei Konakov, you know, he was drowning. I mean, he was about to drown and he said, if there is God, save me. Supernatural energy came into him. And he swam right to the, to, the, um, to the coast, the Canadian coast, through the night in the ice. And he didn't freeze. What a miracle. But that kind of man, is not, you, are, you are not in the same category. You know him. You can't say, if you, if, if, if God, if you are there, what do you mean? Whose breath is in your nostrils? How can you say if you are there? What is that? Are you challenging him? Are you telling him that he's not there? He's closer than your breath. So because of that, you know, there are a lot of weak, 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 weak prayers that can't achieve anything. They just warm us up and heat us, make us feel warm and you will start sweating. That's all you achieve. 
But if you want to move mountains, there's a way, there's a, there's a kind of frame of mind you need to have. And that's why I'm, I'm teaching you this. There's a kind of mindset you need to have in order for mountains to start obeying you, for trees to, being, to start getting uprooted. When somebody says, well, Jesus was just, it was symbolic of what, who, who said, did he tell you that it's symbolic? Can you see how religion waters down, waters down the word of God to make it of no effect? Because if you can uproot a mountain, you can uproot cancer. Hallelujah. You can. You can. You can uproot that tumor from somebody's body. If you can uproot the mountain, what is a tumor? But we need to start building our faith to get to that point where you will look at that and you say, get out of that body right now. And it will obey you. That's what the Bible says. That's what the prayer of faith is. It's one of the most powerful prayers that you can pray. So things, you begin to move things. There's so much God has invested in you. It's time we grow up. Yeah. Why am I saying this? To give you, you need to have a goal. You need to work towards something. You need to stretch towards something. Otherwise, you'll just be saying the same thing everybody is saying. And then you will be in the same situation. And you will have the same realities. Huh? And then every time you will now look and say, oh, pastor, why is it that you are the only one? Or, you know, why is it that it's just a few people? It's for everybody. But if you don't grow up, if you don't wake up and stop playing religion, and stop pursuing happiness, and start pursuing God, then you won't experience these things. Then when you get to heaven, God will now show you. All the mountains you are supposed to have moved. The trees you are supposed to have uprooted. The tumors you are supposed to have removed. Huh? The, the, the glaucoma you, you are supposed to have removed from somebody's eye, you didn't. The cataract in somebody's eye, you didn't remove it. And yet you had more power than the surgeon. You have more power than the surgeon on your lips. But you didn't use it. You're saying, oh God, just do your will. What is that? It's time to wake up, church. We need to get up. Amen. I remember the times I used to, you know, I, I, I would speak to my bank account. No, I mean, nothing was happening, but at least I was exercising something. You can laugh at me, but, you know, I say, in the name of Jesus, I go to that ATM and put my card and took minus this. <laughs> then I'm going and I say, in the name of Jesus, I decree, I command, I call it forth in the name of Jesus. I'm exercising my faith. Hallelujah. 
But do you know that it got to a point that it worked? Let me give you one example. One day I got a call. Oh, I'll never forget. Cape Town, Grove Avenue. 62 Grove Avenue. Upper Clement. <laughs> I am sitting, I am there and my landline rings. Hello. Is that Pastor Eric? Yes. You don't know me. The Lord asked me to call you. Give me your bank details. A phone call I received from Spain. Up till today, if you ask me the name of that man, I don't know him. I don't know him. Hallelujah. When you start exercising your faith, when you start decreeing, when you start making decrees, the problem is that you make a decree, you didn't see anything immediately, you stop. You, you, you are not growing. You, you are like the, it's like the child that tried to walk and then stumbled and fell and then said, this walking thing is not for me. I think it's for others. No, you, you don't, don't have that kind of attitude. You keep trying until you get it. Up till now, I'm still, I can't remember the name of that man. That's how I gave him my, 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 my bank details. And I got money in my account. Hallelujah. Amen. But then after some time, I started listening to some people. Then I stopped doing those things. Because some spiritual... Some spiritual gymnastics. You know, just doing... I wanted to use a word, but you won't understand it. Uh, say spiritual jingoism. <laughs> yeah. You want to be, you know, this, is, this sounds trendy, so this, this is what I'll go. This one sounds trendy. This, is what, this, this one sounds, you know, nice. So then you abandon, you abandon the, 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 the word of faith. You abandon that which. It's supposed to help to release those protons in your life. You abandon that and you're looking for the popular, the popular, this thing. And then after that, when you have a crisis, you now remember faith. Then you want to pick it and then, but you've not been exercising it. All along. You know? You know, those of you that are into fitness, they say that, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but something like that that if, if you're training you're fit right and you stop training for about two 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 or two and a half weeks you stop that you are back to zero is that am i correct yeah so you have to start all over again just just two weeks you're back to zero then you have to start building again now, if it is like that in the natural, think about what it is in the spiritual. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't feel good, so I'm not going to exercise my faith this time around. You are back to zero. Then at zero, something shows up. Now you, you want to flex your muscles like Samson. And didn't realize, he, the King James says, he whisked not 
Somebody say, whisked not. He whisked not that the, 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 the spirit had departed. And he, yeah. And the, the, say, hello, what's that? Nothing. Huh? So spiritually, you have, you have abandoned, you have, you have abandoned your faith. You have, you have stopped practicing, stopped exercising the, your, your, your spiritual muscles. You've stopped that. And that's why all those that only connect with God on Sundays, I'm sorry for you. Because if you just connect with God on Sundays, I'm very sorry for you. Because, you know, it's like training once a week. What does that get you? It doesn't get you anywhere. It just satisfies your conscience that you have gone to church. But in terms of moving mountains, you can't move mountains like that. So, you've got to give more to it. You have to give more to God. More of your time. Hallelujah. More of your efforts. More. You have to put more. Put more. You don't put in. How, why do you want to make withdrawals when you've not made deposits? Hmm? Yeah, time is up. Father, we thank you. Ah. Uh, we bless your name. Thank you. Thank you for the prayer of faith. Thank you for the prayer of faith. Yes. We don't want to be like, like, like Samson. When they woke him up and say, Oh, the Philistines, be upon thee, Samson. And he woke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. But, and wist not that the Lord was departed from him. He didn't realize it. We don't want to be like that. We want to be fit all the time. Always fit spiritually. We want to be a church that is, is ever ready. We want to be a church that is ever ready to take on any challenge. Ever ready to face any situation. Ever ready. We don't need to go and warm up and try to psych ourselves. You fast before you face the situation. You pray before you face the situation. By the time you face the situation, you are ready. You are ready to take it on. Hallelujah. It's like David. He went, he went to, 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 to deliver. He was sent on an errand. He went to deliver food to his brothers. He didn't prepare for war. He didn't prepare, but he was ready for war. He was ready for war. Hallelujah. He just went about his errand. And then the opportunity came to take on Goliath. That's what is going to happen to many of you. As you spend time preparing yourself, building yourself in your most holy faith, building yourself, the time is going to come that when you are somewhere, all of a sudden the opportunity comes. And you don't need to go and fast then because it's too late. You just exercise faith. Hallelujah. You speak and release the word of the Lord. And God will back you. Heaven will back you. In the name of Jesus. This church must be known for the unimaginable. The supernatural. And the extraordinary. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Father, we thank you. We glorify you.
we give you praise and honor hallelujah blessed be the name of Jesus I thank you I thank you I thank you for the spirit of faith in this house let it build up let it build up Lord God all those that have Lord abandoned their faith all those that have abandoned spiritual exercises Lord let there be a wake-up call let this be a wake-up call in the name of Jesus those that have listened to popular opinion and have allowed what they are supposed to rule to rule over them my God let there be a change right now let there be a shift in the name of Jesus Bible says I and the children that you have given to me are for signs and wonders for signs and wonders I release signs and wonders through every single one of these people in the name of Jesus let signs wonders begin to manifest oh God Lord God let that power begin to flow through them oh God as they speak as they release that power let heaven back them up in the name of Jesus I speak strength to your weakness I speak strength to your weakness where your faith has been weak receive strength right now be strengthened be strengthened in the name of Jesus thank you Lord I give you praise I give you glory hallelujah if you are here you want to give your life to Jesus just raise your hand I'll pray for you anybody you want to do that quickly if you raise your hand I'll pray for you okay I don't see any hand but let's just pray for those who are watching online if you want to give your life to Jesus just repeat this after me and I want you to mean it with your heart you want to surrender to Jesus maybe you're not born again or maybe you drifted away and you want to come back this is an opportunity for you just say this after me say dear God I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me so that I can have life I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that he is Lord he's my Lord he's my Savior Jesus come into my heart make me a new person thank you Lord I receive you by faith I receive forgiveness forgiveness of sin in the name of Jesus cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate thank you for a new heart I receive by faith in Jesus name amen now if you prayed that prayer for the first time or if you prayed that prayer with us I want you to contact us the details are on the screen there just contact us and let us know so that we can guide you and give you the next steps that you need to take let me pray for you father I thank you for your people I glorify you I banish doubt and unbelief from this family in the name of Jesus from this spiritual family 
I command in the name of Jesus a release, O Father, of the spirit of faith like never before. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. They will never, never again find themselves in a situation where they are faithless. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.